Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Y'all ready for this? Fires down the seam, complete to Kincaid for a touchdown. Well, the answer doesn't get much quicker than that. Looking to his left, fires to the corner of the end zone, and it's picked off by Kyir Elam. He snuck under the route and picked it off in the end zone. Blitz coming. Allen steps up in the pocket, going to take off and run. Has the first down and more to the 40, to the 35, 30. Breaks away. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Josh Allen. Yeah, give him a flex, Josh. Fires over the middle, complete on a crossing route to Shakir, who gets away from the tackler. Down to the 10, looking for the end zone, and he's in! Khalil Shakir! You're listening to Jeremy and Joe on the home of the Bills. WGR Sports Radio 550. Hey, it's Victory Tuesday. My day of the week clock's going to come in handy, Joe. I need Mm -hmm. it. Who knows what day it is. It's Tuesday. Victory Tuesday. And You'd be lost without it, though. Yes, that's right, these days. Football Monday slash Tuesday, brought to you by Northwest Bank for what's next. Get started at northwest.com. Bills win. It's not locker room clean-out day. That's right. It's not locker you clean-out. It is instead Chiefs week. Yes. But, of course, we'll talk a lot about the win over the Steelers. The Bills win. I want to say they cruised. Because they kind of cruised. Um, and they did have my favorite kind of win. Because mm-hmm. that's a game where, hey, let's talk about their record in one-score games. It was a one-score game, and they were so good at it mm-hmm. that they made it not a one-score game. That's mm-hmm. my biggest beef about all the, how do you do in one-score games? It's a one-score game when Khalil Shakir catches that pass. Yeah, it was mentioned on the broadcast that the Steelers are 9-1 and one this year. In one-score games, oh. and that's when they were down 14. I think the point was, well, you don't want them to yeah. make oh, it yeah. a seven-point game because then suddenly they become ten times better. It's like a power-up. You'll have to tell me all the stuff that happened on the broadcast. Oh. I was freezing cold. Not, I, was, I wasn't actually freezing cold. I was comfortable in the stands and thinking to myself that I loved the five-degree temperatures instead of hearing Gene Steratore tell me really anything. They had so much Gene Steratore yeah. well, let me on tell this you, broadcast. I... And, man, also, Romo was something else <laughs> on this broadcast. I got some clips I sent to Josh for right, later. Because I'm over here feeling totally refreshed, having not heard a word from a rules official yeah. 
I watched a full football game. It is now the number okay, one. Okay, but weren't there like a hundred people around you, like looking back up at the screen, like, yep. oh, I think the ball hit his helmet before right. he went out of but, bounds. That's right. But I don't need Gene Sterator to tell me I think it hit his helmet. I can just have, you know. You can just have an actual discussion about it? Sure. Yeah. I have a friend do it or a stranger in front of me that's not getting paid whatever Gene's territory is getting paid. Anyway, this show doesn't need to be about Gene's territory, but whatever. It's football Monday on a Tuesday. Bills win, advance the divisional round, and they will play the Kansas City Chiefs at Highmark Stadium Sunday night at 6.30. And holy cow, take a breath on that one. 6.30 Sunday night. Our phones are open, 803-0550, Let's talk about it. You're up early. Maybe you got home kind of late. Getting out of the stadium might have been a bit of a pain. I did take off a little early for fear of that, trying to, you know, just get home with the family. But um, How early? Uh, I left on the Shakir touchdown Okay, drive. so you, uh, that, that's what I was wondering. Did I, you make I, it through the that, – because yes. that was early enough in the fourth quarter. Yes. Uh, yeah. Shakir scored the touchdown. I was in my truck. And okay. I thought, perfect. Have nailed this exit and wanted to get home. I got home in no time. So hopefully if you got out of there, it wasn't that bad. The actual lots and the experience of going to this game and sitting in the seats where the snow was, it was – well, again, I can only speak to my section. We were fine. Mm-hmm. A lot of the snow had been kind of pushed and packed under the bleachers. I'm sure that's not the case in every spot. Yep. But as a, a game to go to goes, it didn't really strike me as any different okay. than any other game. There was a lot of snow in the aisles, so those were narrowed a bit. The lot we were in was plowed. Mm-hmm. You know, you had you had snowbanks and stuff to, to maneuver. But for the most part, my game day experience was no different than any other game. It wasn't as bad as there were some videos early on of fans like showing up to their seats yeah. and then clawing to their seats <laughs> with like their hands like through in, like mounds of snow. I'm sure that happened for a lot of people. For us, we were, we were good. Like we're, we're in one of the last rows on the 200 level. So I mean, on TV, once you just see the crowd, it's like, oh, everyone's fine. Yep. Everyone's in. Like You don't see the snow at the stadium. Yep. But you wouldn't have known it snowed. Well, that's not true. Once the Bills scored, you would have known that it snowed because all the snow was in the sky. That was awesome. After that, which looked really cool. It was really cool to just watch it all happen. Like nature's little fireworks going off as everyone throws the, the snow yeah. in the sky like we're LeBron at the scorer's table, right? Like <laughs> up in the air. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was a party start to finish. And I guess we all should have placed the Dawson Knox first touchdown bet. This is the fourth consecutive postseason. He mm-hmm. has opened the postseason with a touchdown for them. In mm. the wild, in this round, they make this round. They go to Dawson Knox for their first touchdown. Joe Marino had a good line. Locked on Bills podcast. We'll talk to him tomorrow. He said the playoffs don't start until Dawson Knox catches a touchdown. And yeah. sure enough, opening the season, there it is. Dawson Knox touchdown to open the postseason. So the Bills, yeah, I want to say they cruised. And you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think they might have a little something in Mason Rudolph. He was not bad. No, he was fine. He, he was fine. The funny thing about the Steelers is it went like it always does, at least we, we came into this week saying you're going to hear so much about how they run the ball. What was the only thing about Pittsburgh that scared you? How they passed it. Yeah, they couldn't run it at all. No, they they ran it a lot, and they had a, a day where, you know, you're like four yards or carry or whatever. They didn't run for as much as they normally do. 
but it's a team that's committed to running, even though it doesn't really help them. I couldn't believe every time the Bills were down to like their fourth and fifth string linebackers, and they're just handing the ball up the middle to Najee Harris. There was a possession where I said the exact same thing right after the Bills' linebackers got injured. Yeah. It's almost like Tomlin said, linebackers out, we better hammer them with the run. Right. Instead of eating them in the pass game, which they were having success. Let's let's find a way to get Deontay Johnson matched up against against one of them. I know. Crazy. What a dinosaur franchise. Yep, yep, a little bit of that. Pickens and Johnson both had decent days, uh, or at least, from, again, from where I, st- I sat, I was worried about those two more than I was worried about Najee Harris. Oh, for sure. Jalen Warren, he's, you know, a little better. Fryermuth had a, had, a, had a game. Yes, he them. did. Yes, he did. Like, they've, it, got, they've got, right, Rudolph was okay, and they have good pass-catching options. Like, I was thinking yesterday during that game, man, for all the Steeler fans that were upset that the game wasn't played in snow on Sunday... Uh, the Steelers wouldn't have been able to do anything yep. on Sunday in the snow because yep. then it would have been, okay, you can only run the ball, and good luck with that. Because, right, Harris didn't do much. They Jalen Warren was good. He had a couple of nice runs, but same old, same old, right? They just don't really give him the football. Yep. It's another game where the best run of the day goes to the Bills quarterback. <laughs> oh, it was a blo- and it was a, uh, in a runaway, I would say. That Absolutely. Yesterday for that. One of the plays of the year, one of the best plays of his career. Yeah. Hit him with the old... Stop start. And I thought it, look, I thought he was about to fake slide it, like which is the thing Kenny Pickett did. That's right in college, and he definitely didn't fake slide because no, he, he, you know it'd be funny to go through that video of him running in slow mo and try and break down his mind, like what's going on. Because as he slows down, you know you can also see hear like the angel and the devil on his shoulders, like somebody wants me to get down right now. And on the other shoulder, it's like, I could probably blast through this safety instead. Yeah. Did and you hear McDermott on postgame? I did not. Joe, Joe Brady, I, I, on the mic, like, so Allen couldn't have heard him, but the, McDermott could have. During that run, Brady was yelling, get down, get down, get down. Yeah. And then the get in, get in, get in. It changed to immediately. <laughs> well, that's how it goes, right? That's the Josh Allen experience. Yeah, that play... You had touchdowns to Knox and Kincaid, and you had the Shakir play, which is really nice, too. Khalil Shakir continues to emerge as a dynamite player in this Bills offense. He's a great yards-after-catch guy right about now. He probably deserves much more usage. And, you know, it's a game where Deontay Hardy even had a nice little play. He he made a pass, looked like a punt return, which is kind of what – that's what I expected for Deontay Hardy when he signed out with this team. It hasn't happened that much. Very quiet for Sherfield, so – you know, if you're someone that is down on Gabe Davis, which, you know, I think he's fairly slotted in, uh, hopefully Davis can come back because I feel like he'd be an important part of their offense and against the Chiefs, you know, they're going to need points. It, it felt early on in that game like it might, for the first quarter, like this, oh, this is going to be the New England playoff game, right? Like they couldn't be stopped. And the Hardy pass, Kincaid was getting in on it. I mean, that touchdown that Allen throws to him was a rope over the middle. Diggs was getting in. It felt to me like the New England game early on, not just because it felt like they were about to run away with it, but the New England game, everybody got in on the action. And that's kind of how it felt yesterday for a time was, oh, everybody, can Kate, oh, there's Hardy, and there's, oh, Ty Johnson's got a throw, and, uh, you know, of course, Shakir is getting in on it. Like, everybody, except Sherfield, really, funny enough, because he started. Yeah. Everybody else was getting in on it. And Shakir is such a revelation. Because not only... Has he progressed well enough to where like he's just the definitive this this team slot receiver, you know for all the the good that Cole Beasley gave them for multiple years. Cole Beasley was never making that play that to- on that touchdown. Totally right. If, if if this is Beasley with yards after catch, then that is an upgrade. 
I mean, Beasley was never much of a yards-after-catch guy. You'd get him down the field a little bit from time to time, which Shakir has shown an ability to do as well. His efficiency is off the charts. 42 catches on 48 targets. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fantastic what he's brought to this offense. And, you know, whatever. The, the conversation for another day, it's a day where both tight ends catch touchdown pass as well. But yeah. Shakir, it's the kind of thing, Joe, where if you knew that Shakir was this, whatever. I'm not trying to say, like, you wouldn't have taken Kincaid. But the idea of a two-tight-end offense being your primary offense, you would not do that if you knew Khalil Shakir had this in there. They probably wouldn't have signed Hardy. Probably not. Because as I've pointed out, they did not sign Hardy to be a returner. They had Naheem Hines at the time for that. They signed Hardy to be the slot receiver. That's right. And Shakir has just really stepped into that role nicely. Yeah, for sure. So we've got injuries to get to on the defensive side. It sets up Bills Chiefs, which is just, I mean, not just here and not just Kansas City. It's nationally the, the the country looks and says, "Let's go, baby!" That's the game of the week, right? It's yeah. it's it's the game of the week, and I'm sure on the talking head shows it'll be a lot of, "Does the winner of this game go to the Super Bowl?" Because Baltimore, even though they're the one seed, they have stuff to prove. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to the to the post game show Bulldog saying, "Would you rather have the Chiefs than the Texans?" You know, a lot of people want the Chiefs here, and you're getting what you ask for. I, I I'm not so sure there's much of a difference, and that's not to say the Chiefs won't win or can't win. They certainly can win this game, but I would give Houston a chance as well. I mean, Houston looks very good. I think you have the four best teams in the AFC, right? Isn't it, I, isn't it perfect? I think you have the four best quarterbacks in the AFC, yeah. not counting Burrow because he hasn't been healthy. Isn't isn't this like that's not a coincidence? Quarterback driven league. Everybody says it a million times a year. Is it? It's not a coincidence, right? That these are. Aren't they the four best quarterbacks in the conference right now? Yes. Stroud definitely earned his way into that. Yes. He's been so, in, in the playoff game that he had last week, too, on top of it. Like, these these are the four. You would say maybe Herbert or Lawrence, but here you have Stroud with a playoff win, and either of those guys has one. Right. Right. And Eight, he's putting up all the numbers that, yep. like, Herbert would. 803-0550 on your memories from the game, on, on how it went for you. I mean, this is kind of a... You know, it's a victory Tuesday. We can dig into it, or we can just say, man, that was awesome. When Allen goes <laughs> off for his 54, 52-yard touchdown run. Like, that when, extra gear he kicks it, it into. Like, I, I, I didn't think he was going to run away from those cornerbacks right. like that. So he's running towards the scoreboard, and that's where we sit. My family and I, we sit. And it's, you know, joy, but also disbelief. Yeah. Did we really just see him take one 50 yards and my father-in-law turns he turns around in the moment of you know screaming and cheering and says best player we've ever had yeah. best player we've ever had and you know he's been watching this team for 50 years yeah and i think yeah it's got to be right <laughs> he's unbelievable he's just unbelievable and what a moment that was in the stadium that's when i thought the bills were going to blow him out and they you know they still ultimately did it's one of those moral kept it close games for pittsburgh but there was actually an earlier. I I thought even earlier they were going to blow him out. There there was a crossing route like maybe fifteen twenty yards down the field that he threw to Kincaid. Kincaid was covered, I think, and Kincaid made like a really nice catch. And Allen put it into the smallest spot to get it into Kincaid. And the first thought I had was his comment from last week against Miami, throwing the ball better than ever. Yeah, yeah. And the way he threw that ball. It was oh man they're gonna he's gonna make every throw imaginable today. Yep, like they're, a, they're they're not gonna stop anything. There were a couple of real just dots. Yeah, perfect throws. They did you know they they cruised. They were on cruise control for like an hour and a half there. Hmm. Yeah. in the middle. 
But it did feel like when it's 21 nothing, looking at the clock, thinking, I can't believe it's not halftime yet. This, it was the slowest game of all time as well. Yeah. I'd look at the clock in the third quarter, seven minutes, and I'm thinking, third? It's not seven minutes left in the fourth? This game should be over. Was there ever a point in the second half where you got nervous? No. No, because when it's 21-7, to the way that I start to think about it is, okay, if Pittsburgh scores a touchdown, Josh gets another chance. And then if Pittsburgh scores a touchdown, Josh gets another chance. Yeah. And if Pittsburgh so I can't even speak. Pittsburgh <laughs> scores another touchdown, Josh gets a chance. It's It's one of those spots where blowing big leads – I think is way too often put on your defense. Once you get ahead 21 nothing, your offense can't let you lose. If as long as the offense right. doesn't completely go away, you can't be beaten. And I was pretty faithful that the offense wouldn't go away that Allen just Allen wouldn't let it happen. I think that's when I was starting to get a little nervous was the injuries on defense. They were they were dropping like flies. And the Bills they had gone a, they had gone a while without scoring, but to be fair, if you look at the 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 drive sheets it might have just been in real time that they had gone a long time without scoring because they opened the second half with a three-and-out punt. You had that drive at the end of the first half, which time just ran out on them. The blocked field goal before that. But, I mean, they only punted, they only punted, well, one time after they were up 21 to nothing in this game. It, it I would say when it was 21-14, to 14, though, or 24-17, that's when I got a little nervous just because, okay, offense, where are you? It's been a little bit now just like making sure you're still in there because I'm not sure that my defense is going to be able to hold tough here. Yeah. It did, though. Football Monday brought to you by Northwest Bank, even though it's a Tuesday. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. We'll get to our calls. We've got some uh, callers ready to rock. You can jump on with us as well. And Stephen Amherst will lead us off. Hey, Steve, good morning. Good morning, guys. Happy Victory Tuesday. Happy Chiefs Week, man. It's uh, This is just all good stuff because, it, first of all, it helps the winter go by faster when your bills are playing into the middle of January, hopefully into February as well. Um, but I'm calling for a couple reasons. Joe, you already hit on the one point. That was for, the, for probably 70 or 80% of the first half, it really did feel like that Patriots game. Even when Pittsburgh drove all the way down, and Elam picked him off. It felt like that Hyde interception in the uh, Patriots game, just a total momentum crusher for the Steelers. And that was just, it was just sweet chin music to me. It was phenomenal to watch. Um, you know, but the, the reason I'm mainly calling, so I really wish I could have gone to the game. Would have been a blast. But being home was gave me a moment that was really special. I have a one-year-old boy, and he's, you know, he's a happy little guy, just wonderful little kid and uh when josh allen scored that 52 yard run no it was it was actually dalton kincaid's touchdown the second touchdown of the game i stood up put my hands in the air i was celebrating and i was at my in-laws house and my mother-in-law snapped a picture of me and i didn't realize but my son my one-year-old son was behind (laughs) me with his hands in the air just kind of like you know it was just a special moment and she showed me the picture after and it brought like a, a tear to my eye just to be like man kids emulate but they also they feel what we feel even on a different level and i posted it on twitter i'll tag you guys in it later so you can see it but it was just a special moment and i wanted to share that with you guys that like thank god i was home because that was an experience like nothing i've ever experienced before watching the game so go bills um enjoy this victory tuesday enjoy the week man planning up to chiefs i love being a bills fan this ride is so much fun so thanks guys have a wonderful day thanks steve thanks steve yeah Great story, and 
definitely do tag us. It's like phone wallpaper potential. You'd say frame yeah. a picture, but the most the, the nicest thing you can do with a picture these days is like make it your phone wallpaper. So that or you have those like digital frames where yep. kind of like it's in the rotation. Yeah, like moves between five different ones. That's very cool. My kids would have been watching at home. I'm sure they would have been shouting Josh Allen, Josh Allen. They love Dawson Knox too. I mean, you know, whatever. It's it's the best. And right as we are in the heat of this, it's now a playoff race, right? It's <laughs> I often get the feel of I'm so glad I'm alive for this, <laughs> which mm-hmm. you know just just. We lived through so many years of the Bills being bad or irrelevant, and here they are. It is routine to make the divisional round. They've made it every year for the last four years. Yep. Total routine to make the divisional round. They covered the biggest spread in the NFL this week. Ten-point spread. They covered it fairly comfortably with a bunch of mistakes. The injuries are tough, but you know the whole thing – about Chiefs week, I don't know if they're going to beat the Chiefs. I don't want the Chiefs here because I think they can smoke the Chiefs. I wanted the opportunity to finally get the scales turned the other way. Get mm-hmm. them here one time. And if he beats the Bills, then good for him. Congratulations to him. The rivalry continues. But the rivalry needs a couple of games here. And, man, thank goodness we're not watching a game in Arrowhead this week. I couldn't take it. Granted, there could be one the week after if the Texans win and the Chiefs win, but it's just it's just a great storyline. And Allen, you know, the feeling of always having a chance when your quarterback is, is as good as he is. Th- there were there were some moments yeah. where maybe you were scared, but they've got some good enough weapons. They've got pass catchers. They've got a chance. They've got a fighter's chance. And you know, now we all hold our breath and wait for the injury report and the update on some of these guys that were knocked out of the game, yeah. which is tough. But the good news yeah. is Rasul, Rasul Douglas said he was good to go, and the Bills wanted him to wait. Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to go ahead and expect Douglas to play next week. And McDermott said in post game that he thought Dodson was closer to return than Douglas okay. was. So it sounds so like Dodson maybe two. Maybe lose two and get two in? Yeah. I thought of you, Joe, when Kyrie Elam made that pick because yeah. you've been bullish on Elam might have warts, but there's definitely some ability there. Weren't those two plays back-to-back, maybe everything – all of it about Elam, that he had the most blatant holding penalty I've ever seen in my life on on a, on a pass to Deontay Johnson or pass interference. And then the next play, man, that is so good in coverage by him, right? Like that is – I did anybody else see Elam lined up with Johnson again on that play and think oh, this yeah. is going right back to him? Absolutely. Right back to him. And that's like a – that's a comeback route where Johnson is stopping on a dime – and Elam stopped on a dime right with him. And, I mean, he had a nanosecond to, to catch that football and get his knee down. So it showed the right, it showed the raw ability. And remember, like, of all the games he's played, we think, what, one bad game from him? Like, the Jaguar game was not good. He got put on an island against Calvin Ridley, and he did not hold up. But otherwise, the story from his rookie year was that that maybe there were things in practice that didn't go well because when he was in the games, he was pretty good. And I thought yesterday he was pretty good. So I think, again, they probably won't need him, though, because Douglas says he'll be back. And Bernard, we got, I guess, better news than we thought, right? When he got carted off, I thought yes, for sure that was it. sprained ankle. That might be a couple of weeks. Yeah, so maybe he's not ready for Sunday. But it, it's the kind of thing where if you were able to win, you could get him back. 
Yeah. If, if not the week after, then you got a week between for the Super Bowl. So, eight oh three oh five fifty. David in Williamsville on Victory Tuesday. Hey, David. Good morning. Good morning. You guys have had way more coffee than I have, <laughs> um, but I appreciate that. And your recall of the game is wonderful. But all I wanted to say is Pittsburgh was a one-trick pony, and it kicked them in the butt. They really couldn't get away from running it. And they tried to, but they just didn't seem to have any other cards in in their hand to play. And when they tried to play other cards, it bit them in the butt. Yeah. I mean, they they are a team that is committed to running the ball. We were in our state. I mean, not that Mike Tomlin can hear us yelling. Every time the Steelers would run the ball on first down, we would scream, establish it. <laughs> Has the run been established? It's a team you just don't want to be. I mean, they're on their third string quarterback, who might be their best quarterback. You just don't want to live there. You don't want to be a team that thinks that that's how to win. And that's, that's actually like the worst result for them, I think, yesterday, is that Rudolph actually looked pretty good. And they wasted the last four games of the of the year not finding out in their minds what Kenny Pickett is because on one thing you missed on the broadcast was a discussion between Nance and Romo about, about Pickett about Pickett and they all agreed well you know probably a competition in training camp next year i did and hear just, that Pickett and Rudolph competition. I mean, is that not just Lossman and Edwards? Like they, do, they're like, they're the drought Bills how do you, with, with two right. more wins every year. How do you lose to the Bills and see a guy like Josh Allen and think like, all right, we'll just get a guy that does you know one third of that? I just yeah. On first downs, the Bills. You want if you like balance, the Bills had eleven passing first downs, eleven rushing first downs. That's pretty the good. Steelers had fourteen passing first downs and six rushing first downs. Good thing they rushed it so often. How many sneaks did the Bills have for first downs yesterday for those rushes? Was it only like one, one or two? Yeah. That well, sneak, by the way, starting to get a little, uh, a little more nerve wracking right. than, than it used to be. I think there it's might not as easy. There might be a question about is it smart for Josh Allen to leap into the air? Right. He got twisted around like he yeah, was doing like, did a cartwheel on the like on the it. one. Bills yeah. ran for 5.3 yards per carry, 179 rushing. Steelers, 4.6 yards per carry for 106 rushing. Bills were better on yards per pass, yards per rush, and turnovers. There's your turnover-free game from the Bills. All right. Very good. Yeah. Special teams an issue. They don't count a blocked field goal as a turnover? Not a turnover. Okay. Right? Why not? Could be. It kind of is a turnover. Kind, yeah. Right, it's probably more. That one is more impactful than than a lot of turnovers. It's probably more impactful than any interception that Allen threw this year. <laughs> right, <laughs> just yeah. about. I mean, a block field goal where they get all that field that yardage as well. So the latest on Sam Martin. Oh, hey, you're playing the Chiefs and you don't have a punter. You tell me what the problem is. <laughs> I, do I need one? Get well, Sam Martin. Take the week off. We will, you know. Yeah, act accordingly. It's Victory Tuesday. You can give us a ring. We'd love to chat with you. Sal joins us at 7. We'll check in on the injury report. Chris Brown in the 8 o'clock hour. And, of course, Eagles-Bucks. Round 2 coming up this weekend. Bills and Chiefs Sunday night, 6.30. Football Tuesday brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. Back to pass, has time, looking down the right side, and it's complete for a first down and more to Dalton Kincaid as he's up over midfield and into Pittsburgh territory.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, before the Bills won, the Sabres won as well. A one Buffalo day. Get it? Mm -hmm. Sabres uh, moments of the game brought to you by Firth Jewelers. For all the moments in your life, go forth to Firth. There were a bunch of fans that you could see leaving that game in early in the third. And it looked to me like uh, a lot of these fans might be double dipping <laughs> on the day. Yeah, Brought their winter gear maybe to the arena. Go right to the stadium from there. It was a great atmosphere at the game. The tailgate was a ton of fun. It was... a Cold, definitely cold, but for stretches of the tailgate, blue skies, it's like skiing on a bluebird day, kind of. Not quite that sunny, but it was nice, and for any lots that got plowed out or taken care of, it just felt like a day where, you know, the sure, the game got moved, but you would not have known it if you had just, like, landed that day. Oh, here's, here's a football game. And it's funny, I got a message from somebody that was in the stands. Let me find it here for you, Joe, because this is good. From, um, hmm... Brian writes in, I'm 5'8". I mounded the snow under my seat, which is only used during TV timeouts, and I went from 5'8 to 6'1", and I was enjoying life. Yeah, you can sit a little higher, like a booster seat, or stand a little higher on the snow if you needed to. Bills win, great game, fun times. We'll get back to the phones, 803-0550. Sal joins us coming up at the top of the hour, and uh, yeah, we'll keep chatting about it. Walter in Toronto. Walter, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I, I just uh, have a couple of comments and I'd like to hear your opinion on. Um, do you think we're going to have a, a, an issue with Bass? Uh, I mean, the first field goal 
in the cold weather, that that's fine. I'll, I'll give him that one, even though you know it was blocked. But the one that would have given him a, a three-score lead, mm-hmm. I mean, that was a chip shot. He just shanked it, and I'm like, I mean, we can't have this in a tight game. Um, also, you, you know, I noticed yesterday uh, Harris, uh, uh, the Steelers running back, he lost his shoe, and he and he was trying to get it back on in the field, but he couldn't, so he had to run off and, and miss a play. And Tomlin kind of kept looking at him. I mean, get that shoe back on. And then I'm thinking the other day in Kansas City, when Mahomes' helmet got cracked, first of all, where was the spotter to take him off? I mean, if your helmet's losing a piece and it's cracked, chances are you want to make sure the guy's head's okay, you know. And secondly, it's in my imagination, did they shut down the game for like four minutes for him to get another helmet? Like, who, who gets that kind of latitude other than Mahomes and the Chiefs? And, you know, I, I, wanna, I don't want to be one of these conspiracy guys, but is the NFL going to be, not the NFL, but is the pressure on uh, to get Kansas City through because of this whole? No, no. There's, no, there's none of that. Let me just any... put it this way. If Allen's helmet cracked, I would expect the officials would do the exact same thing for him. Yes, that's right. They would pause for 15 seconds. Yes. And they would let him get a new helmet. That's right. And they're not pressuring to get Kansas City through on any level at all. I don't know. My In fact, worry... I think it would be bad for the NFL if the Chiefs advanced. If we're going to go down those conspiracy roads, I mean, not let someone else have it, but it's boring if the Chiefs, in a down year, win again. That's, it, that's it really would terrible. Be. Like them, they're the most, they're the least interesting Super Bowl, aren't Absolutely they? Absolutely the least interesting Super Bowl. Of all the teams that could make it. Yep. Or all the teams that could win it, especially. Maybe that's just us because we're tired of them. But yeah. they've already made three. And right. the Patriots, I got tired of Tom Brady a long time ago because it became boring. Yeah. Oh, he's in the Super Bowl again. Congrats. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Let's see if Nick Foles can beat him, which he did. <laughs> so. I don't know. I, and and are we worried about Bass? I mean, it was really cold. That's right. I, the other kicker was fine. I did hear Romo on the broadcast say, like, once you get one blocked, it might be in your head. And Romo's a guy that used to hold field goals and yeah. hold extra points. Of course, there's that famous until one that, until he dropped in that one. Seattle. So, yeah. I mean, he would have, I think at that point, worked with kickers and probably have known you get one blocked early, you might start thinking about it. You know, we make a lot of comparisons to the world of golf. If you shank your drive on the first tee... On the second tee, mm-hmm. it's really hard not to think about that you just did that. Right. So whether that was he kicked it too low on the first one that got blocked or whatever, it's not to dismiss it and say it doesn't matter. It certainly does. I mean, they're going to need – they might need him to make a game-winning kick from 48 yards at the buzzer next week. And how confident are you? Like, right now, would you take that? I can – and right now, would you take a 48-yard field goal from Bass to win the game against the Chiefs? I don't want to say yes. I don't want to say yes. No. I mean, if it's there. Normally for him, that's like what? 70, higher than that, right? That's like an 80% shot, isn't it, for him? Let me pull up his stats for this year. It feels like he's had a not good year. This year, he's 4 of 6 between 40 and 49. Okay. He's 26 of 31 for his career. And in that distance specifically. Yeah. So his he had, average is he, down. He's had, he had by, misses by year between 40 and 49. 1, 1, 1. Two. Feels like he probably should take it. He's also got significantly but, less this year than last year. Last year he's 10 of 11, which you take it. From 50, he's 12 of 19, over 50% from 50 yards. It's pretty good. Yep. I mean, his average is down 5% in general. Right. He's missed but one in the 30s, two in the 40s, and two in the 50s this year. 
Yeah, so it's not going great, but I'm not like I'm not at man. I can't even put him out there, you know, in, no. a, in a big spot. No. Eight zero three zero five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. Thanks, Walter, for the phone call. Uh, David in Wheatfield, you're next up. David, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, just a couple comments and then a question. Um, I was completely confident going into this game that the Bills were going to do what they were able to do, um, and I was actually not that I ever take Kansas City lightly, but I was also very confident in that game, especially being played here until the injuries. Now I'm, if none of those guys that went out yesterday are able to play next week, I think it puts a whole different perspective on the game. And then the question I had, well, I was, I was also going to make a comment about Bass that I'm a little worried about him, but my, my question is if Sam Martin cannot go next week, would the Bills be able to sign Matt Ariza? I believe they would. I mean, they could sign any free agent punter that they want. I don't know who's on the list of, on that list. I mean, the Steelers signed a punter this week, Brad Wing, right? So you could sign anybody that's available. Yep. I, I And I, I hope that they only have to use them like one time I, anyway. I was going to say, I would consider, what if the plan really is, we're just not going to punt? Yeah. Hey, if we got a punt, Bass can, can kick a 38-yard in a spot. Just actually tell Allen to throw a couple of arm punts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like let's let's take a couple of those. Yes, but I mean, listen, the Steeler Steelers games. I I don't have the science on this, Joe, but I'm pretty sure when the Bills play the Steelers, it is required by the universe for there to be a stupid special teams play. When the Steelers yeah, why, every time when the Steelers won here yeah. on opening day three years ago, they blocked a punt for a touchdown, right, and won by seven. And of course. When that kick gets blocked, I think, uh, yeah, right, of course, I forgot. We have to have a special teams play against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. So, you know, it's 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 not ideal. Unsung heroes of this game. A couple guys that came up big. Kyer Elam, of course. Dorian Williams made some plays. Some nice he plays. He was flying around, yeah. He made some really nice plays in this game. Rousseau had a couple of big ones, too. Yep. Early on, the Bills were stopping the Steelers with, among other things, batted passes. They got their hands up a lot and yeah. were able to bat passes down, which yep. killed drives. Bernard even had one. Klein yep. led the way with tackles. He wasn't even on the team like seven days ago. <laughs> he was thinking about re- he was going to go retire. Yeah. He said he said they had a trip planned for like the Bahamas or something like later in the week, and instead like he might start against the Chiefs. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. You just tweeted this from Nick Farabo, who yeah, covers the Steelers. Najee Harris said the Steelers knew the Bills showed a lot of too high, but they came out in one high safety looks and stayed in to roll an extra defender down to slow the run game. So the Bills went to slow the run game against Pittsburgh. What did the Steelers do to counter that? Harris said, run it anyway. Run it anyway. Has it been established yet? I mean, the Steelers. Established a run, baby. Every time they handed it off, I was thankful. I mean, that's that is coaching. That is why I'm so critical of Tomlin, and like I don't think he deserves almost any of the credit he gets. That right there, that isn't that is an easy coaching decision to find a way to counter what the Bills are doing to you, and in stubbornness, you decide, well, we're just going to do what we planned on anyway. I I just I don't man, it's nuts. It's also a way to keep games close which is what teams like the Steelers try to do keep it close which 
Did they? That's dragging your opponent down into the mud and trying to keep a game close. Right, was that a success? 31-17, they didn't get blown out. And they've been blown out in like, f- in, I-, I pointed this out yesterday, five straight playoff games now. Tomlin's allowed 30-plus yeah. points. This He's is- averaging 40 points allowed per game. He's a defensive coach. 40 al- points allowed per game in his last five playoff games. And this is the most points they gave up all year. Th- this was? Yep. 31? Yep. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, not That's too not bad. bad. 8030550, you can join us as we connect with our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com. Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Yeah, the Niners scored 30 on the Steelers on opening day. Bills had 31. Next closest, the Texans, 30. Those are two of the best offenses in football. Yep. 30. The Bills put 31. Who else did numbers on the Steelers? Uh, that's about it. They played low scoring games. Arizona got them for 24. The Colts got them for 30. Mm-hmm. Bills got them for 31. 803-0550, Sal Capaccio at the top of the hour. We'll see what he knows about the injuries, how soon we might get an update. Could be good news on Tyrell Dodson and Rasul Douglas. That's good news. The other good news is the offense still is pretty much without injury. There was a quick moment where it looked like they might have an injury on the offensive line, Yeah, and sure enough, nope. Yep, Connor McGovern the stat, came right back. The stat on the Bills' offensive line health is that now we're at was it, 98.1% of the snaps they've all been together. Mm-hmm. But the bigger snap is that only one practice has been missed mm-hmm. by a Bills offensive lineman, starting lineman. One practice. Nuts. Yeah. Well, because even the 91 or 92, whatever percent they have playing together, isn't the 8% just when they were up by 30 in a couple of games? Or Dawkins went For- out to get his hand taped up and yeah. comes right back in. Like, I think it was mostly garbage time. Yep. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Hey, the Eagles got hammered. Yeah, of course Shocker. they did. Of course they did. Mike Golick Jr. had a funny note. Like did the Bills and Eagles have a freaky Friday situation where they just switched. The Eagles beat the Bills and didn't did they did they win again? Did they win again? Ooh, is that their last win? The Bills hadn't lost since the Eagles, and I think the Eagles won since did they get one win against like the Giants or something in there? That might be right. Then they played the Giants twice, they had to win. Yeah, they they beat the Giant they beat the Giants once and lost the Giants once. And lost to the Cardinals. I mean, they had some bad losses, too. And they got the smoked by the Bucks. Yeah. How'd that go, given the old uh, defensive play calling to Matt Patricia? Didn't that... that... Our team's going to stop trusting that guy? That's a great question. Why, why do teams think he's good at, good at anything? Let, I mean, Belichick thought offense, let alone even his defenses. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Belichick, he had an interview with the Falcons. How's that go? Hey, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh... Let's see here on your resume. Yeah. It Hi- said you won hypothetically one, two, three, six Super Bowls. Huh? Hi- yeah, hypothetically. Let's say you're up uh, twenty-eight to three in an important game. What would you maybe do to lock <laughs> this thing down? <laughs> Interested in some ideas you might have. And for a real, a real commentary on this. If I were an owner right now, my first question to Belichick would be, "Who are you hiring as assistant coaches? Yeah, who's running your offense? Are you just bringing your sons in? Like, what? What are you? What are you doing?" It's Buffalo Bills Football Tuesday. Brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. I am the quarterback. When we get back, Sal Capacho, top of the hour on WGR. Handoff goes to Cook. Gets through a hole. Gets to the 15. Shakes a tackler. And he's down to the 12-yard line. It's another first down for Buffalo.
It's not a secret anymore. Teams are starting to game plan for him. The kid just works hard. He doesn't ever complain about anything. He's always where he's supposed to be. You watch him when he's not getting the ball. He's following the ball. He's getting downfield. He's trying to make a block. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. He plays football the right way. Again, when you do that and you combine that with, you know, his physical talents, he's very shifty, he's very quick, his hands are fantastic, and you put yourself in good positions uh, to have success, and he's been making the most out of it. It's been fun to see him grow as a young player. Bills quarterback Josh Allen talking about Khalil Shakir. Locker room audio brought to you by Reimer Home Services for your HVAC plumbing and electric needs. Time for our Eye on the Quarterback. It's brought to you by Great Lakes Building Systems. We keep an eye on your business so you don't have to. Our business is protecting your business. Allen was great. Three passing touchdowns, ran for a long one. Mm-hmm. Was really good. And a couple of misses going to happen, a couple of great throws. But all in all, you know, it's the kind of game where, Joe, it's that game that leads you next year in the wild card round to say, if the Bills are in the wild card round and not with the bye. Mm-hmm. Like, Josh Allen doesn't lose to insert team's backup quarterback here. Josh right. Allen doesn't lose to Gardner Minshew right. in this spot. He's not going to lose to Mason Rudolph in this spot. Meanwhile, he might Mason Rudolph might have a better chance if the Steelers had thrown the ball more and earlier. The Steelers had nine rushes of three yards or less in the first half on their way to digging themselves a 21-7 hole with the Bills to get the ball. And win percentage by that point was like 88% Bills. Congrats on your nine runs for three yards or less. Yeah, they made mistakes, too. Yes, they did. The, the fumble by Pickens early on. The should-have-been-a-fumble recovered by the Bills by yep. Fryermuth uh, a little bit after that. So, uh, the pick, right? That, that The pick, though, is just Elam, I think, making an incredible play. Break on the ball. Because that that's a timing route that I didn't even think Rudolph was that late on. I think Elam just beat him to it. Yep. 803-0550, So, the, uh, the weekend games... Of course, the Bills had the late game. The first one is Texans-Ravens, Saturday, Very 4.30. Excited for that. Very excited for that. If the Texans win, then the Bills and Chiefs play for the right to host. Yep. And that's fun. Packers-Niners is the 8.15 Sunday night, or Saturday night game. That game always just looks good. It does. Just, just the uniforms. Yes, it does. Between those two. That's the famous Terrell Owens t- touchdown catch in the end zone. Owens, Owens, he caught it, he caught it. Can Jordan Love do something Rodgers never could, which is beat the Niners in a playoff game? <laughs> Bucks lions Sunday, 3 o'clock. That game on paper looks gross. Just the two logos. But, I don't know, it could be a, that, that, that's a good game, that's right? That's an old NFC Central matchup, isn't it? The, weren't the Bucks NFC Lions? NFC Central? Yes. 
Yikes. <laughs> yes. You start throwing central. Now we're talking dinosaur football to me. Central divisions? Yeah, I think so. I got to double check. I'll take your word for it. Central. Tampa? There was a. Wait yeah. a minute. That can't be right. Tampa's like the least central city in, in America. The cent- no. how, how far away no. from the center of America can you get than I Tampa? It. I got it. It's right. They were in the central. That's that's a that's a no no wonder the division folded. They were NF, NF, NFL whatever NFC Central champs in 1981. Right, the Bucks going back to an old rivalry. And in 1999, I believe uh, we have another spot on the bet board because I think Chopin Bulldog had a Baker Mayfield bet up there. He won a playoff game. Mayfield to start two more playoff games. He's going to do it. Sal Capaccio. When we get back, it's a Buffalo Bills football Tuesday presented by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at Northwest.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.